0: i am jared evans and with me as always is my beautiful queen tara
1: hello everyone
0: our intro music this episode is you don't want to go there by cody hibbard he has a new ep out that is fantastic with six great new songs including this one i'm loving the new music from cody so go check that out tara we want to talk about some other new music that is out but later in the show i'm excited to play our interview with jeff canada
1: Yes, we interviewed Jeff at Trent Cowie's Birthday Jam, which was such a great show. Um, I love talking with Jeff. He's so interesting to talk to. I feel like he's one of those guys that you can just really just have a conversation with for a long time. Um, Even though (laughs) our interview with him happened twice yeah it
0: did happen twice i gotta
1: tell on you about that one but that's okay well
0: somebody forgot to hit record i don't remember oh yeah
1: Uh uh-huh it wasn't okay just it wasn't me um (laughs) but you know he's so great to talk to he's one of those people that i could just you know when you're around him you just have those conversations with him pull aside just he's just such a a great guy to talk to and definitely um,
0: about not just music as well
1: right absolutely absolutely um so I'm super excited for you guys to to listen to that interview um but yeah we, you know we entered him interviewed him at Trent Cowie's um birthday bash which was so much fun this is the second year that we went to uh Trent Cowie's birthday bash and um you know obviously with it being a birthday bash it happens every year so if you're right. someone who enjoys live music and you know multiple artists coming out to play and you know with trent cowie headlining i definitely suggest going to check him out next year for his birthday um in august and um yeah, he's and he, just so fun
0: yeah he changes up the lineup a little bit every year uh, this year was uh jeff canada susan hickman hayden baker and then obviously trent and so um it was, honestly it was one of the best live shows i've been to in the last year i mean yeah. it was just so 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 good Hayden Baker was and his his band put on an incredible show. Um, Jeff and Susan Hickman were great. They did an acoustic set and then obviously the Trent Cowie band uh, with the headliner so was so good. They're
1: so fun to watch. And, um, you know, they, they have, you know, different personalities in the band and, um, they're just, yeah, they're just great guys. And, uh, we just, we just love going to their shows. So, yep. Next year we'll be there again. Yeah. We
0: sponsored it this year and, um, you know, I, that's something I hope to keep doing, um, in the future. So, uh, great, great time there, but yeah. So, um, Tara, let's jump right into talking about some new music because there has been a lot of tunes released on the Texas music scene lately. Who do you want to talk about first?
1: I want to talk about David Adam Burns, D.A.B. He has a new song called Too Much Texas, and it's so good. Uh, In typical D.A.B. fashion, you know, it is honky tonk as hell. You know, he has a string of like four straight number one songs on Texas radio and I think this will be another one. We know David is originally from Arkansas and proudly calls that home, but he has adapted to the Texas music scene so well, and this song hits the nail on the head. So let's go ahead and play a clip when of Too Much Texas. You should have held on and enjoyed the ride, but instead you closed the game. There's too many rivers,
2: beaches, rodeos, and honky guitars. That will give her what she wants A topped off tank and an empty heart Can get you pretty far There could be a thousand miles of highway Between her and where you are Trying to find her any place on earth You might have better chances You're too late, too little time There's too much Texas
0: is too much texas by david adam burns go check that one out i think he's going for number five straight on uh, the texas music charts on that one i want to talk next about josh ward's new single called loving where it's going it has been a while since josh has released some new music so this one's been really highly anticipated I, i know it has been for me and it certainly didn't disappoint um i love this fun yet kind of romantic song And it's obviously uh, Josh Ward, similar to David Allen Burns. It's just got a whole lot of honky-tonk, and uh, I love that. It's a great tune. I know Josh is recovering from serious injuries he had and uh, an accident he had on his ranch, so we've been keeping him in our thoughts and prayers. And based on his social media posts, he's recovering well and close to getting back on the stage soon, so we're pleased to hear that. But um, we're looking forward to some more great stuff from him.
1: Absolutely. And I am loving this new song. Um, I think what first grabbed me was the guitar and the melody. Um, I just really... I just love it And that's where It just really grabbed My attention at first um, And then it's such a fun Flirty dancing song So let's play a clip Of Loving Where It's Going By Josh Ward
0: Before we play a clip uh, We're going to request That song next time We go dancing At the honky tonk, babe <laughs>
1: Yeah, I <laughs> uh, guess we will
0: There we go This is Loving Where It's Going By Josh Ward
1: Not a words and say What your ass say. say that away, It's almost more than this old boy can change
0: That is "Loving Where It's Going by Josh Ward. That one just makes me happy every time I hear it. Uh, I want to mention two new songs from the one and only Randall King. Listeners to our show know I'm a huge Randall King fan. He released a song called Record High about a month ago and then released Baby Do just a couple weeks ago. And I I love them both. Um, He's really just hitting the money every time he releases a new song. Um, And he's done that for like two years now. I love the chorus and Baby Do. So uh, let's play a clip of that This is Baby Doo by Randall King me anyway. how to calm me down.
1: So I want to talk about another show we went to recently see. We saw Ty Larimore play an acoustic trio set at the Rustic Post Oak. And um, I just, I love me some Ty Larimore. I love, love, love his voice. He has, I guess, like a very, I don't know, I guess I'll call it like a rugged sound. Yeah, it's just, for sure. It's so unique. And um, I think it's definitely one of those that grabs your attention from the beginning. You know, the minute he starts singing, um, you know, you're just kinda like, ooh, who is that? Or, you know, I like that sound. Um, you know, he played a new song that we loved and hopefully he records that soon because it's just so great. So we definitely um, you know, want our listeners to to get to know and uh listen to these Tyler Moore songs because mm, so good. Yeah, so he, good.
0: he's super talented. Um, I was really impressed. Um, we talked to him a little bit um, after the show. And, you know, the first thing I asked about was, what was that song? And when are you getting in the studio to record it? Because I've got to hear some more of that. But all of his originals are really good. He has really clever lyrics. Um, he's a great guitar player. Um, and, you know, he he's just been somebody that we've known about for a long time but it it just kind of took us a while to dig a little more into his music and the more we listened the more we were like man this guy has a little something and we super finally super talented yeah and then when we went to see him live it was like oh my god you know why haven't we been listening to this guy more
1: absolutely and not only that but i will have to say his songs have been Repeat of mine in the car, nonstop. Especially her town now. Her town now is a oh, great one. So good. So
0: yeah, y'all check that out. He has a full length album um, on all streaming platforms called "One More Beer, One More Song." And I don't know that there's a bad song on that album. I there's really, not. There's, there's not. It's it's from top to bottom, really, really good. So uh, we plan on having Ty on the on the show soon. So um, y'all keep that in mind and uh, stay tuned for that.
1: All right, Jared. So, I'm excited for this weekend. For the second straight year, we'll be um, at an unwound tent at the Boots for Troops concert in the country in Magnolia, Texas. Performances by Daniel Holmes, Jake Worthington, Bonnie Bishop, Chad Prather, and headlined by Texas legend Pat Green. When was the last time we saw Pat Green?
0: It's been a long time, but I probably cried. Uh, the-
1: <laughs> probably no you did we did it's been that yeah i know i know you did so we'll be doing some interviews and selling some unwound merch at that event but um yeah going back on that crying yeah you definitely cried the last time we saw pat okay
0: Green. my you know my <laughs> bad for bringing it up but um uh, but that's okay that's okay it's uh you know i i'm a sensitive man and that's all right um, it's going to be a great event, so come out and join us. Uh, have a great time with us. It supports an incredible cause by supplying care packages to our brave men and women in the military. And uh, you can buy tickets at concertinthecountry.org. That's concertinthecountry, all one word, .org. Get your tickets. Come out. Come hang out with us at the Unwound Tent and have a good time. It's going to be a great event. We're um, so thankful to the folks at Boots for Troops for inviting us for a second straight year. Um, we, we, we had such a great time last year, and I can't I can't speak more highly of that organization. They just do a great job. It's a great cause, um, and they put on a great event with some great music. So we're really looking forward to that. I also want to mention an event in Pearland hosted by our sponsors at JLY Properties. They are hosting an event on November sixth at Valensons Brewery uh, in Pearland with live music from our good friend Matt Deaton. You can find him on streaming platforms. Matt Deaton and uh, his album Country Songs, great great tunes. So come out and have a good time and meet the great people at Jl Wyatt at uh, Jl Wyatt Properties. We're so thankful for their support of our of the Unwound Podcast. If you are buying or selling a home, contact them today by visiting JLWyatt.com. That's J-L-W-Y-A-T-T dot Or on Facebook, search JLWyatt Properties. All right, now it's time to get to the Jeff Canada interview. So let's go ahead and play that. This is our interview with Jeff Canada. Hello, this is Jared and Tara with the Unwound Music and Live podcast. Take we, two. Take two. Uh, it's good to hit record um, before you do these things so uh we're here with jeff canada uh here at district 249 in tomball uh jeff and susan hickman and some others are gonna uh do a song swap and then we got hayden baker and then uh trent cowie band for trent cowie's birthday jam so we're excited about that uh jeff thanks for joining us uh tell us how you've been i'm i'm
2: great same as i was 20 that's minutes ago. To go.
0: <laughs> oh, man. It's gonna be a long ride
2: home. For me. Well, yeah, this whole this whole episode now is gonna be nothing but yeah. ball busting. I oh, hope that's yeah. all, right. It's like ball <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. No, it's fine, man. I'm I'm really <laughs> glad to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me out. Yeah. So when we met you, I guess it's
0: almost a year ago. Um, you had kind of talked about putting a whole lot more focus on your career and taking it to another level, so kind of tell us how it's been, and I know you've been really busy.
2: Yeah, uh, things are going really good. Uh, you know, we we uh, I just signed a management deal, and we got some backing now, and we're going to gonna be hitting my brand up pretty hard and just going for it, you know? Stop doing all the cover songs. and I mean, we're still going do covers. I always do covers, but stop doing four-hour cover shows, three-hour cover shows. I just turned down one for $5,000 today. Wow. And, uh, and it felt it felt really good to be like I'm not doing four-hour shows anymore. Uh, although my pocketbook is probably mad at me right now, but it's, <laughs> it'll be all right. But at least you're able
1: to do that. That's a good. That's a good. It, it's a really face. good
2: thing. You know, and and I love the people. I've been doing the show for. I've been doing their show for nine years. It's the Women's Junior League. Their Nutcracker Market out in the Woodlands, and uh, and they offered you know they offered me the gig this year, and I just so right now it's. Every everything, every decision I do right now is does it further my brand or not? Does it build me fans? And those, I'm just gonna be playing for a bunch of, you know, no offense, but half drunk, middle-aged women that finally got out of the house for a night and and they wanna hear Jesse's girl and And uh, they, they're, sense. you know, they're not going to care at all about my music. So, oh
1: gosh.
2: Uh, and so I, I'm just turning those shows down and only focusing on doing shows like this or, or opening up for the big guys. I know we have uh, Wade Bowen coming up in November, which is going to be really cool. And we have William Clark Green again in October, which is my second time playing with him. So we're focusing on doing those shows. And then uh, I'm working on building a band right now that can tour, and because most of my guys can't do that and hopefully in May or June next year we're on the road full time. That's the goal. And only play in Houston once every two or three months. That's awesome. So uh, let's talk about your music a little
0: bit. You had the, the full length album Wishing Well, uh, which was, was was great. And um, I really love Too Far Gone. It's a great song that you uh, released to r- radio last year. So kind of talk a little bit about that song and how that's been going.
2: Uh, that song was written by myself and Daniel Holmes. Uh, we were we were pretty good friends back then, now not so much, but he's still a good guy, he's still a good songwriter, super talented, we just had some personal differences. But uh, he, he wrote that song with me, and uh, I wrote the verses, he wrote the chorus kind of over text, over uh, voice recorder, and it just just became what it is, you know, it's just kind of about, like I said earlier, it's about uh, asking what we're worth, you know, all the mistakes I've made and all the stuff I've done, and, am I worth love, am I worth any of this? Uh, you know, it takes a long time after you do some things that I've done to uh, forgive yourself and to have those people. They, what's crazy, other people forgive you way before you forgive yourself, if you're any kind of a decent person. And, uh, and so that's just kind of what that song's about, it's just, it's just, am I worth it? Am I worth all this, you know? And, and people are letting me know that I am, and that's kind of crazy to me that I've been able to have so much support and love over through all that, you know?
1: Right. And I think that will hit a lot of people. Uh, A lot of people will be able to relate to that, especially, um, you know, in the past couple of years, you know,
2: know, kind of going on. I think the whole record is that way. I think the whole record is, are all really relatable songs. They're all, first of all, they're all real songs. Um, I have this saying I say all all the time that every line in my song is a line on my face. And that's a true story, you know. Other than too far gone, it's completely it was written by myself. Uh, this next record, uh, Trent and Cowley and I, we got together and wrote a song, but I think it's gonna be for him. Doesn't really fit my vibe. Uh, but I'm starting getting into a lot more writing sessions with other folks, which is really, really. Fun.
0: Do you enjoy that the co-writing sessions? It's new to me.
2: You know, a lot of this is really new to me. I mean, just letting go, period, and not being such a control freak about stuff. You know, uh, my business partner, he's like. You know, you gotta stop. I'll send him a text message like, hey, what about this? If we just stop, like, just chill out. And I'm like, man, you guys realize I've been doing this by myself for 18 years with zero help. And so it's hard to let go of that. And same thing with songwriting. You know, I've been writing by myself. I've never had anybody, first of all, I've never had anybody believe in me enough to help me in anything. And then, second of all, I never really gave anybody a chance to, to write with me or to give me any kind of advice. But that has definitely changed over the last couple of years just with everything that's going
1: on. Well, that's great to hear because, you know, who you are uh, playing with, who you are surrounding yourself with, they're all awesome. And so oh, that's really, so really good to hear, you know, whether it's been 18 years or nine years, you're, you're hitting that spot right now. Right?
2: Yeah, it's funny because uh, my, my business partner, he tells me it's the overnight 20 year success kind of situation because really all of this has happened since November. You know, wow. I, I opened up for Stony LaRue right before that, and I did a couple opening shows. Uh, and that was the Stone Roses show really won me over a lot of fans, which was really cool. Cause but that was right when COVID was kind of easing up. Uh, and but then the selling out Do si Do part for my release party, that's what really, really kind of put my name. And it's you know I'll get, we got these music forums on Facebook, and I'll say something, and then you got these old guys that are get, telling me I'm the newbie, and and that uh, you know I need to earn my stripes. And I'm like, I'm like, I've been doing this for 18 years. I just. You know, I just now started focusing on my own brand as opposed right. to playing other people's stuff, so. It's funny. It's, uh, it's uh, oh.
1: that smooth face. They can't tell you've been uh, doing it oh, that, is that what,
2: yeah. yeah, I do get that a lot. I get that a lot that I don't look 42 years old, but I'm all <laughs> of 42 years old. Uh, I do, I'd do. have a lot more gray. If the lights are on, I look my age for sure.
1: I love hearing that though, because there's a lot of young guys in yeah. the industry, yeah. and, um, and you know, it's just kind of cool, because sometimes we're like,
2: yeah, we we feel so old sometimes. <laughs> I'm the same way playing these shows, and and the the way I see it is, I could not have put out this record, and I could not be doing what I'm doing 20 years ago, or 15 years ago, or 10 years ago, or even five years ago. You know, if I didn't live through the through through my life like I've lived through my life, then those words would have never been put to paper, and I would have been playing somebody else's songs like I did. And so the, these young guys that are doing it, like Jake, and you know you know it's pretty cool to watch those guys do it and Jake has such a heartfelt voice and he's just such a good dude you know him and Trent both are really really good guys and just to watch that at that young of an age that have their stuff together because dealing what I've been dealing with you know I own an entertainment company from 2013 to 2020 and we booked around 200 shows a month and to deal with musicians at any age is kind of a it's kind of a pain, and to see guys like that. Yeah, we booked around 200 shows a month in Houston area. Now it was all cover stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, but to see guys like, you know, like Jake and Trent, these young guys that really have their stuff together, and I've learned a lot from watching Jake. We we did the Pat Green show together, and just watching him and the way he runs his camp, I learned a lot from that guy.
1: Right. Was that one at Sawyer Park? Yeah.
2: Okay. It's we haven't. Day
1: of my life. We haven't been there yet, and I'm dying to go there. And. Um, you know, it's just one place that we haven't been to. And, you know, we, yeah. did, we hit a lot of our shows down in the Seabrook-Kima area because that's the area that we live in. But yeah. we know that, you know, the There's north side of Houston has uh, spring, Tomball has really gotten a lot of great places.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is one. What's cool, what's cool about a lot of these places, they have indoor and outdoor stages. Yeah. I know the barge just kind of stuck with their, yeah. with their situation. Right. The rains. Uh, yeah. uh, and I love those guys, man. Those guys have supported me for a lot of years. I've been playing a lot of shows for those guys for a long time. Uh, but like district they have the outsource stage now and then you have this stage and here's big and the Sawyer what they do They have their indoor stage which holds about a thousand people and then they have their outdoor stage Which holds probably around 2,000 people so they can really get around 3,000 people in there Which opens them up for a whole nother level of show and matter of fact There's some really cool drone footage of their Easton Corbin show. I don't know if you've checked it out or not I'll show it to you when we get done and if they did they they did a drone through the whole bar And it's it's pretty amazing venue. Oh, yeah, they, did they did a really good job. They did a really good job
1: What's
0: a
2: venue you haven't played at that, that, that's kind of on your bucket list? Man, there's a ton of them. Definitely Green Hall. Uh, Whitewater is on there. Oh, yeah. The okay. ultimate would be Red Rocks probably. Oh, yeah. The odds of that happening. I think uh, Mason Lively said Red Rocks too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hear that Green Hall and, and Red Rocks are both pains to play it. They're both bucket list places for most people, but once you play there once you're kind of like, all right, I've played there. But, you know, I'm not really a honky tonk band, so, or I would say Billy Bob's or something like that. Sure. Um, we don't really do honky tonk type music. Uh, Dosey Doe is still one of my favorite venues to play. I don't know if you've checked out a show yeah. there or not.
1: Right. And, you know, uh, we, oh, who did we ask? And they said Dosey Doe was one of their favorites, or we listened to another podcast. I think it was Sam Riggs. He said we have interviewed Sam Riggs, but he said one of his favorite places was Desi's club.
2: It's just so nice. A uh, matter of fact, Trent and uh, Jake, we're doing my birthday jam there in January. and It'll be just me, Trent, and Jake. We're gonna do a three-man song swap the whole night, uh, and so that's. Yeah, it's a neat place. I saw Trent
0: open for Dylan Wheeler there. Yeah, oh, he's and, uh, too. Yeah, so good. yeah, and so um, it's it. The sound is really, really good in that place, no matter where you are, um, and
2: it's just very, very chill, you know, it's dinner show. It's old school. Like yeah, it. it's crazy. You know, uh, they were not, they were not, expe- the way we, the way that show kind of came about was I want to do my release party somewhere. I knew there was going to be more than 200 or 300 people. I didn't know where to do it, but I also didn't want to do it in a venue that if there was only 200 people, it didn't look empty. So I went and sat down with the owner and he, he was like, man, we don't really do local artists here because y'all can't, y'all don't bring people out. And we kind of worked out a deal. And at that time it was COVID. So 220 was their capacity. And, uh. We worked out a deal and I was like, give me a Sunday, we'll do an off night and we'll see what happens. And Daniel Holmes opened that show up with me. And uh, like a week and a half later, we already hit the 220 mark. It was already sold. Wow. And so then he just opened it up to 440 and we, we sold out 440. And I didn't know this, but the next night I did the, you, you guys know Kyle Hutton, right? You know Kyle Hutton? You guys no, heard of Kyle? You need to check that podcast out. He does the Real okay. Life Real Music. He always interviews every Wednesday, or not every Wednesday, but on Wednesdays he does do do But right, me and yeah. Daniel did a Real Life Real Music with him. It's on YouTube, it's a full video. But he told me the next day that I'm the first artist to ever play there for the first time and sell that place out, which is pretty cool in my, even though, it, even though it's, in my head, I know it wasn't because of my music, it was because I've been doing this for a long time and it's my friends and I put 440 friends in a room. But the energy, the energy the was crazy right. and I definitely turned most of those people into fans that night. So Absolutely. the energy was just insane that night. You know, I've, never, I've played in front of thousands of people before but never have I had that many people in a room just to see me. And I was, adrenaline was going, I was forgetting words of my songs, and and I didn't really get drunk till the end, but we definitely got hammered that night, too. That's
1: great. Well, I know we heard about you. Uh, We were at a concert at Barge, and uh, we ran into Tyler Moore, and we talked to him, and he definitely said, hey, have you checked out uh, Jeff Canada? We're like, no. And then, so, we were just kind of watching some concerts that were coming up around that area, and... uh, 100% 100% went to see you. You played with Cody West, yeah. and uh, we met you that night. So that was a great experience for us, uh, two artists that we really enjoy, enjoy um, hearing. And uh, you know, we've been fans ever since.
2: Yeah, that was my second time opening for Cody. And he, the first time I opened him, he was a little reserved. I did that in El Campo at Green Brothers. Second time he was, we ate lunch together, and, and it, was, it was pretty cool. was a pretty cool guy. And then the next night he played at Dosido, and my son works there, and uh, they brought him on the bus and oh, and took great. care of him. Uh, they got to party. And so Cody's a cool guy. And Ty, Ty's an amazing guitar player, man. He's, I wish I could steal him. I've asked him already if he would joined the band, and he's doing his own thing. Uh, but he, he's such a great guitar player, too. Yeah. Good
0: uh, guy. Yeah, Ty's another one that's been, been good to us. And we've just made so many good friends um, in this area, you know, in terms of artists, that um, it's probably been my favorite part about doing this. And you're certainly one of them. And, you know, we have chit chat sometimes on, uh, on Facebook and on the social media posts. And that's one of my favorite things about you is you're outspoken and you're very real and raw personality. And uh, I think that comes through on the stage too.
2: Yeah, I just want to, you know, I want to talk to everybody. I'm, I'm kind of getting into that with the management group too because they're like, man, you got to stop being so available. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because you'll never sell $100 VIP tickets if you're always available and you give everybody the same access. I'm like, but I like to talk to people. I like, you know, I don't, I don't like to talk to the same three people. I like to go out and meet new people and do new things and I love it. You know, I just, I love people and I like getting into conversations that are sometimes a little scary or hairy. And I just like the whole, the whole thing. You know, I like to push people's buttons and uh, it's just it's really cool that's that's why me and Trent get along so well you know yeah. he's a jokester and and we bust each other's balls quite a bit so but he's 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 a he's a super cool guy too yeah. definitely consider him my brother now and most people most people that I've met in this industry that's how they are you know uh, just super down-to-earth and want to hang out and want want everybody to succeed there are some that want to hold you down or want to cut your throat because they think it'll get them further along but that that's that, that's their least you know way lesser than the other. So, it is a very, very cool community and I'm glad to be a part of it.
1: Well, I know since we've started this, we've seen a lot of connection with, with the artist and, you know, it's just been really cool to see that and the no. friends that you guys, and, uh, you know, connect with each other. But before he gets to asking you about your, your newest song, um, I have to tell you that your song, Too Far Gone, is one of the reasons why I came up with the Wake Up Wednesday um, it wasn't a Wednesday, but I woke up one morning singing your song in my head, and you um, know I just kind of thought, oh, I bet Jeff Canada would like to know that I woke up singing that song in my head. <laughs> so we started doing a wake-up Wednesday. I'll post on there a song that I woke up or he woke up singing in his head, and then we'll ask others, what would you wake up to? So really enjoyed that. It's kind of funny.
2: Yeah, anybody and that listens to music a lot, you're going to wake up with something. For sure. <laughs> it, it happens to me all the time. I'm just glad it's happening with country guys now instead of... You know foreign on blonde or some crap <laughs> uh you know i try not to 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 key too much on the radio to hear that stuff because then you start singing those happy songs and uh, you know i trying to get that stuff stuck in my head i like the more depressing stuff well you have kids i know they're
0: a little older now but when they were little i know when ours was little it was fresh Beat band and and oh. stuff oh, like God. that like,
1: All so the time.
0: I'm,
2: I'm glad to be now that
0: she's a little older i can wake up with good music in my head now.
2: Normal. Yeah, my, my youngest is 10, and uh, he actually, they did a, uh, a questionnaire the first day of school, and one of the things was, what what's your favorite song? And he put, Back to Texas, which is one of my new songs. Uh, and when I look out, he he comes to some of my shows sometimes, he went with me last night, and he just, he sings it with me, and it just, you just look out and see that, and I tell you what, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that look for a million fans. In a, in a, that in that a, just melt your heart! Yeah. She's, it oh is my insane, God. and he is proud of me, yeah. and, uh, and my my, my oldest son 's twenty one now and hes he works at doy doe and he 's super proud of me uh, i, I didn 't get a lot of support from family when I was younger with oh, this yes. whole thing you know uh, and they all thought I was wasting my time and and uh, they thought that my my wife at the time was supporting me they didn 't know how much money you can make playing a guitar in this town uh, if you sell your soul to the devil, which I did for eighteen years uh, you know and so i didn't have a lot of support but now over the last couple of years you really see my family coming around uh, especially since i wrote the song uh, needle and thread from my mom after she passed away uh, a lot of my family really come along and they're coming out and they're really proud of me i know my dad's super proud of me um just it's it's pretty awesome to have that that now whenever you didn't have that growing up you know i, I wonder what i would where i would have been like i know a lot of these younger cats they have families that that, uh, that really, really support them. Uh, a friend of mine, Ricky Young, he's from Katy. He's in the band called The Wild Feathers. I don't know if you know who those guys are. Uh, they're kind of a national touring band. And uh, his family really, really supported him. And, and now he's in Nashville and he's, he played the Ryman and you know he's touring the world. So I'm doing it the hard way. I'm doing it my way and, and I'm grateful for that. But it's, it's nice to see everybody starting to come around to, to taking me seriously. Yeah, tell us about your newest release, and tell us maybe give us a glimpse of what's coming uh, down in the future. Okay, uh, "Fill Me Up" was written about a girl, who uh, who shattered me. I already said this part, so I don't know how real I can be about it, but uh, she wrecked me pretty good. She was a young girl. Uh, I left my my wife and uh, went through the ringer, and so uh, I wrote. But during the falling in love stages, I don't think it was ever really love. I think it was more lust than anything, but. Uh, that's when I wrote this song because I knew she was gonna wreck me. I knew she was, and that's kind of what the whole thing is about. is Is this is just wild and nuts, and and it's passion and it's fun, but you're gonna you're gonna mess me up. And uh, matter of fact, I uh, I threw the f word in that song uh, after being told not to, but I feel like it. I feel like it, the song had to have it. Uh, when I when I've played it without it, or even it just doesn't hit. You know, I, I wanted. I wanted the listener to know, I'm really big on trying to make impactful parts in songs, and uh, I wanted the listener to know that, that this, you know, She's gonna mess me up, and she did. You know, she proved me right, and that's why there's a second song, part two, that's gonna come out here, maybe sometime in the next few it's months. It's
1: like
2: also a sequel. A sequel, part two. It's called Closure. Wait. It's called Closure.
1: And this is why that's I love exciting. doing this because we get to learn about why the meaning and why the song was written and uh, yeah, and that's just
0: on the f bomb. I'll say because I've had we've I've I've told Tara before that um, there are some songs there are some artists that use it. For the sake of using it, right, and it's because they think I, I think it's because all oh, the, the kids will like this one. Um, that drives me crazy. But in, in your in your song's case, you're, I, I agree with you. It has to be there. It makes it feel real, it's
1: the feeling. and it makes it
0: feel stronger and more powerful, and it's necessary. So. I
2: think you made the great, uh, the right choice on that. Thanks. I have a clean version, and if, if we need to, if, if it gets the right traction or something, and we need to release that, we can. It just basically says you fill me up right there instead of don't mess me up. Uh, if we need to release that, we will, but I don't really want to. I don't want it to be out there. You know? yeah. yeah. No, we like it, so um,
0: I, I'm excited about, uh, I know you have some other stuff uh, kind of in the pipe and, and ready to come through. So yeah, we've been in
2: the studio, um, we've been in the studio pretty much once a week, but now that I'm not gonna be playing every night, uh, I'm probably gonna be in the studio a few times a week and just going in and creating as much as I can. We wanna have a big backlog. I mean, I, I've been writing for an hour a day since my mom got sick in May of 2018. So I literally have just stacks and stacks of stuff and some, nice of, it will, some of it will never ever get seen. Uh, for every one song that I play on stage, there's probably 30 that never will, no one will ever ever see anything of it's just that bad it's crappy and so but you got to get that stuff out you know and then you go back and you and you uh you know you you go through that stuff and you pick and choose what you want out of the crappy songs and move them into a new song and so I love to write it's one of my favorite things Uh, you know I I definitely want to get into writing for other artists because I got a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily fit my brand that I want to get out there and so hopefully I can get into writing for some other people as well that's that's the goal very cool. There's one more
0: thing I want to ask you about and then I know Tara's gonna got a little this or that uh, activity, but um you got to play with Cody Canada, no rela- no relation. That's right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so A, how cool was that? And B,
2: how often do you get asked that? <laughs> so a few stories. I've I've been getting asked if I'm in Canada, Cody, Canada for my entire music career, you know, because those guys are just that probably the best Texas country band almost of all time, you know uh i've been getting asked that a lot lately uh him and i actually we had about a 30-minute conversation about it uh, after sound check and uh we're we maybe can we have a lot of family up in the arkansas and kentucky area that's where he's from uh but i don't i don't think we are but it was really cool to be able to open up for him i i wish it would have been a cooler not a cooler venue it was you know it was COVID was still a big thing and so just the vibe of the show was a little bit off. Was yeah, Jackie's Brick House, yeah, which is a cool venue. You know, I love playing there, but it was just kind of an off night. But you know, and also he was wearing the mask that night because him and him and Wade, they own the school up in up in a uh, San Marcos area, and they they just did a bunch of PSAs, and he was like, man, I'm just gonna wear this thing. And so when I took the picture with him, he has a Cobra, the G.I. Joe Cobra mask on. But the crazy thing is, everybody told me, man, if you really want to become his friend, take a take a joint. That's what they said, take a joint. And I was like, I don't really smoke, but all right. So I had some pre-rolls that I bought in Colorado last time I was there, and I hope I I can talk about this. And, uh, And I go to him and I'm like, hey man, we're walking out, this is after the show, we're walking out the bus, just having a conversation. And I was like, hey man, I brought this, if you wanna smoke, I'll smoke with you. He's like, nah man, I'm not gonna smoke that. And my I immediately just got shattered, dude. So it's like never meet your heroes. Because it's just like, man, I thought anybody was gonna smoke with me'd be Cody Canada, but he didn't. And I'm kinda glad he didn't because I don't like to smoke anyway. But I definitely would have smoked with him had he had he chose.
1: Dang That's fine. I would have been mad at the people that gave you that advice. He told
2: me no. And so maybe maybe one day we'll hang out and because I know he smokes. He has to smoke. You can't write that many songs about it and not smoke. So. I mean, the boys smoke whole Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's a. So there's a cool little story about that, is and a cool story. there's been some really cool stories. Uh, I know that uh, Tracy Bird and I got in kind of a little tiff at his show about uh, about whose hometown was smaller, because he's from Viter and I'm from Splendora, and I got him beat. I know I got him beat because Viter's bigger than Splendora, uh, uh, and so that was kind of fun. Not, and it wasn't like a real tiff, but. But it was uh, oh, just, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, he, and he's a super fun guy, you little know. Fans are going yeah. You. yeah. Tracy Birds, him and Kevin Fowler and Shane Smith were probably the three of the nicest guys I've met in this industry. They're just super nice guys. Oh, that's great. Super cool guys.
1: Well, I know you've got to go, but real quick, just to let some of the listeners get to know you a little bit, some this or that questions. All right. Uh, Italian food or Mexican food?
2: I'm dating an Italian, so Mexican.
1: <laughs> okay, beer or margaritas? Beer. Punching your rock.
2: I like, to play. I like to listen to country, but I play rock.
1: All right, here's for your Italian. Lights on or lights off?
2: Lights off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure?
2: For me, lights on. <laughs> uh, no, whatever.
1: Dive bar or honky
2: tonk? Dive bar.
1: Brisket or ribs? Brisket. Floating the river or boat on the lake?
2: Floating the river.
1: Heck oh, yeah. Morning person or night owl?
2: I'm... I don't ever sleep, so both, all the above. The
1: opposite, I love to sleep.
2: Yeah, I don't ever sleep.
1: <laughs> Hunting or fishing?
2: Fishing. Oh, there you
1: go. And then cowboy hat or baseball hat? Baseball hat. And then one more, chocolate or sour candy?
2: Chocolate. chocolate. All day, all day, no sour. I, lo- I love
1: both of them,
2: Yeah, uh, I don't like it.
1: Well, thank you so much, we yeah. enjoyed take two.
2: Yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, I tried to throw in some different stuff there, so I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how it comes out. Oh
0: everybody this is jeff canada we're gonna play his newest release right after uh we're gonna play a clip of it right after this uh interview is done jeff thank you thank so you much so for going us. Appreciate
2: it. Yeah, appreciate it thank you
0: all right that was our interview with jeff canada um i just i can't say enough how much i enjoyed talking to him and um getting to know him personally um you know we like you said earlier in the show you can talk to him forever about not just music but life in general and he's had some uh, adversity in life and he's had a, but he's had a great year this past year and um, both personally and professionally. And so I'm really excited about the future for, for Jeff and um, really, really enjoyed talking to him.
1: Agreed. And, you know, I think we need to play a play a clip of his new song. Fill me up.
0: Have a glass. And oh. for you to come on. She not That is Jeff Canada's new single, Fill Me Up. Really like that song. I really like Jeff's music. Y'all go check him out. That's Jeff Canada. All right, that's it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on all the socials. Tara, where can they find us?
1: You can visit us on unwoundlife.com, and there are links to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And there's a link to follow our Spotify and Apple Music playlist.
0: Thank you all so much for listening. This is Jared and Tara closing our tab.
1: No, you...